0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 16 of Quick Blitz. I'm one of your hosts, half of the dynamic duo, Sheena Quick. And I am Vashti Hurt. We want to thank you guys for rocking with us. If you have not already subscribed, please do that at theriotreport.com slash quick hyphen blitz. We post new episodes each and every Thursday. And we look forward to all of the feedback that you guys give us because once again, Panthers Twitter is top notch.
1: All right. Speaking of top notch, the Panthers are pretty much the opposite of that (laughs) this past week when they got beat down by Tampa Bay at home, a couple of a lot of questions coming out of this past week's game, mainly. And and this is probably one of my questions. Like are the Panthers more of the squad that plays tough against the Chiefs? Are they more of a squad that gets beat down by the Bucks?
0: I think that that Chiefs game, so many people had counted them out. And they played that game like they had nothing to lose. I think that having performed as well as they did against Kansas City, I'm not going to say they took the Bucs lightly. That's not the words that I want to use. But they didn't get up for that Bucks game the way that they got up for the Chiefs game. And that's for sure. You could tell. Like the energy was different. And, you know, we talked about a little bit in the press box. That's the first time that I've actually seen them literally give up.
1: Yeah, they they definitely gave up. I think, you know, they came out, they played a very good first half. They were, I mean, I think, was it the score tied at halftime?
0: Yeah, tied at 17.
1: Uh, tied at halftime. Offense looked very efficient, uh, you know, and I'm like, okay, all right. And then all of a sudden, the wheels came off.
0: All of a sudden, everything, everything stopped. You know, going forward, people are going to look at this game more so than they looked at how close they came to beating the Chiefs because they're divisional rivals. Not only that, Tampa Bay isn't head and shoulders above the rest of the league. They're not the greatest team in the league, regardless of Tom Brady being on that team. A lot of the Panthers' issues are self-inflicted which you know apparently they have a whole problem with the word third they can't they don't have a good third down offense in last week's game they don't have a good third down defense and they have struggled to even score points in the third quarter the entire season they only scored six points in the whole second half of Sunday's game And and the thing is, they they know that this is an issue.
1: For for some reason, they just can't fix it. I don't know what's being said at halftime. I don't know if, like, they come out and they give it all they have and then a a talent disparity or an experience disparity ends up, you know, revealing itself. But for you to play as well as they have played in the first half and then just to come out completely flat – in the third quarter, like it's it's very weird to me.
0: Another thing I've noticed though is sometimes things that that work early for them in the game offensively, they don't try them again. And namely, of course, I'm speaking of DJ Moore. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's other you know examples that we can use, but you'll have a, a hot a red hot DJ Moore, and then he won't get any targets until the end of the fourth quarter or the game is out of reach. So I think that that was very very interesting to see them not do what not continue to do what works. And I don't know if it's, you know, out of coming out of the half, like, okay, well, you know, they're probably going to shut DJ down because he had a great first. I don't know what the thinking or the thought process is behind that, but we'll see DJ more get two, three, you know, big yard receptions, and then they won't go back to him until late in the game.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, he, he had, he basically, is what led to how well that offense looked in the first half of that game. And you're right. He kind of disappeared. I don't know, you know, who's that? I mean, the offense wasn't even really able to move the ball at all. And I can't
0: even, like, I don't even know who to blame. I really don't. I would say that was probably the worst overall game they've played this season. It was bad. As far as all, all phases of the game. I think it was the worst. And um Rasul Douglas spoke with media afterwards. He said that Shaq Thompson, you know, was very, very vocal in the locker room that he basically cursed everybody out, told them they didn't want it bad enough, you know, they weren't focused. And my thought immediately upon hearing that was, Well, did he pack himself up too? Because let's be clear: Mm-mm. there are rookies, there's a lot of inexperience on that defense, but we've seen veterans make bad mistakes, glaring mistakes, 98-yard touchdown, ru- rushing touchdown mistakes. And if we keeping it a
1: buck, if we keeping it a buck... We got to. Uh, all right, then we're going to keep it a buck. I had, Shaq hadn't really stood out all season before that game against the Bucks. Like, right. he stood out in that game against the Bucks, and maybe that's why he had some extra dip on his chip. But prior to that, I'm like, okay... Right, that's like, what you know, you're you're the you're the money guy on this defense right now. You know, you're now that you're now the vet, you're no longer the little brother. You're the big brother now. And I don't, I don't, I don't see it. I don't see it. I mean, they they fifty two a time, and 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 I and I get it, and I understand it. Uh, but you know, Shaq Shaq need to catch a little bit of heat himself. Uh, he hasn't been. He hasn't been. Booty cheeks, but he hasn't been, <laughs> you know, Pro Bowl either. Like he has exactly you, that was you go from Luke, and now you're and now Shaq is that guy. And it's yeah. like, okay, well, I mean, we uh, I don't know if anybody expected Shaq to be Luke, but I, you know, I expected him to be
0: better than what he's been. Yeah, that was my thing. It's like, okay, I get it. I get that you're passionate, but you are packing everybody in this locker room up. You need to pack yourself up too. Well, and a lot maybe, of that he did. maybe he did. Maybe he we're did. Maybe we're gonna. Yeah, maybe he did. I, we don't know. I would hope that he did. I would hope that he's challenging himself to be better as well, because you know, a lot of people learn. You know, lead by example. You can't be out here missing assignments and cussing me out because. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, look, little bro, look, big bro, bro. Well, yeah. we all can get a little bit better in
1: that area. Yeah, and and you know, it, it's it, the to me the defense is young, and yeah. I'll give them more of a pass, and I'll give the offense. I really will. I'll give right. them more of a pass, and I'll give the offense. But for the offense to be a sta- to come out of halftime stagnant like that,
0: it, it's just it, it's it's inexcusable. And it's the same. We get the same. We have to be better. We have to be better every week. But is there a way to simulate a third quarter offense? You know, you have the goal. I mean, not the goal. Well, you know, gold line and red zone offense and things like that or Hail Marys or, you know, third and manageable You have all these different scenarios that you can practice on in practice. But how do you practice for the for a third quarter for third quarter offense?
1: Well, you know, and when, when I asked Matt Rule last week about how they practice for those late game situations or how how do you fix it? He says practice. I I, I just like you said, I don't know how you practice for an entire quarter. To me that's right. more of a that that's that has to be a mental thing. Like It's definitely uh, do you, mental. Do you, do you do you check like at halftime is it like okay, we go onto the concession stands, we chilling, you know, and then we got to come back and now, you know, it's like okay well we hung in there and hanging in there is good enough maybe that's what it is
0: I don't know I mean well of course they'll tell us you know losing by three and losing by 23 are equally you know disappointing but it's it's definitely a mental thing you know like I said before we were talking about those close games and when they're losing by you know less than a less than a possession, that's not something that is unique to this regime. You know, we saw it under Ron Rivera and, and North Turner. We saw it with Cam Newton under center. We saw it with Kyle Allen under center. We're seeing it with Teddy Bridgewater under center. Under center, and it starts to be a culture thing, kind of like, kind of like the Falcons tricking off the fourth quarter. Yeah, it's totally completely mental. And I just, I, I can't wrap my mind around it. Like you're you're in, the, to me, going into the game, you have, all, I mean, going into the half, you have all the momentum, this, that, and the third. And to get out there and kind of wet the bed, you know, I, I just didn't understand it. It, it. it it was perplexing to me. It was, it was weird to watch. So in the third quarter, this, this, matter of
1: fact, in the third and fourth quarter, this is how bad the Panthers were on offense. So their first offensive possession, they they got 24 yards or they netted 24 yards punt second one interception third one turnover on downs they only got what 10 yards mm-hmm. uh in the fourth quarter they only netted four yards they net in the entire fourth quarter one yard <sighs> one yard first possession was a touchdown and I think that was uh oh yeah that was off the return That was Mm -hmm. off the return and um, by Trent Cannon, and then they basically only had to run a few plays to get into the end zone. So I'm gonna give that touchdown to special teams, right? Because the offense really only had to had to move move the ball four more yards. The second possession, negative four yards, and I think that that's when Teddy got injured. Yeah, and then the third possession, one yard in a punt. So the offense, the offense, one yard in the fourth quarter. Uh, 34 yards in the third quarter. So 34 and one, 35 total yards in the second half. In the second half. And that you not do
0: that at any level, not just in the NFL. You can't do that at any level of football and win.
1: That is so terrible. And let me tell you what I'm tired of hearing. We have to be better. Yeah. Oh, we have to be better. Well, no, 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 doo-doo. <laughs> I mean, what's the alternative? Oh, well, we have to
0: be better. Like, duh. But that goes that goes back to what we were saying. Some of our concerns were going into this season. Matt Rule is a great motivational speaker, but you want to see you want to see that on the field and in the results and in the win loss column. Not the rah rah. Let's get together. We gonna we we got to be better. We know we have we we know that you guys have to get better. What you know, are you doing to get better?
1: I don't. And you know, I hear from the players also. Yeah, I don't even put this on. Not that you were putting it on Matt Rule. I don't even. I guess it's. A, I guess it's he a has to the bear bottom some responsibility because he's the coach. Yeah. But sometimes you have to have a player during halftime to get these guys like together to gather these guys and if Shaq is that guy which you know I guess maybe he's that guy you gotta gather these dudes at halftime
0: you can't come in at the end of the the game game. now you mad yeah not only that I there was a little bit of cause for concern for me when to hear Whitehead said that Jeremy Chin basically is Mm -hmm. the guy they go to on defense he's a rookie not saying that he's isn't a great rookie could be defensive rookie of the year we get that he could be D-Roy but he's a rookie so if you guys have six seven eight seasons to your name why does it take the new guy to light a fire why isn't that already in you I don't know. I guess because I'm super competitive, like I would be embarrassed. I, no, seriously, I would be embarrassed. Like well, what happens that the 98 guys, yard touchdown run? That was embarrassing. Yeah.
1: The guys seem like honestly they seemed the most upset that I've seen them since that um since that week two loss. I think or was it three? Did they lose two or three in a row? Uh, two. Two, so after they lost to Tampa Bay, to me, the guys were visually upset, right? Mm-hmm. And um, it Brian Burns seemed like heated, and the guys started. I guess Rasul Douglas had this uh come to Jesus meeting, and we gotta play for each other, and we a team, and we cool, and we family, yeah. yeah. Well, I guess that know wore that off after forward. week five because um, I you know, I. I ever since then they've been in games uh and and that's that's formidable but they've fallen off the wagon again if 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 what we see going forward is anything like that buccaneers game
0: well the line being that they you know like you said the the change in culture the change in attitude and everything maybe it'll take this lions game to get things back on track especially for that offense, because the lions defense Ranks in the bottom quadrant of the league in almost every category. They're giving up 400 total yards a game. They're giving up 141 on the on the ground. They're giving up 258 in the air. Um, the sacks they they don't have that many sacks. They're ranked 25th, only two spots ahead of the Panthers. In that, um, they aren't particularly good on third down either. And after last week's game, guys, the Panthers are dead last in third down defense. Oh, well, duh, dead last they, and <laughs>
1: they should. I'm surprised they aren't dead last in third down offense. They're 20th, but They're 20th, I, I would, yeah. I would expect them to be dead last in
0: that too with yeah. what I've seen. And what helps is that the lions are giving up 30 points a game. They're giving up 30 points a game. But what's what sucks is when the offense for the Panthers is scoring 30 points a game and the defense gives up 31 same L.
1: Yeah. Same, same L. L.
0: But do you and and
1: Matt Rule said that it is the same L. Do do you does it mean the same if you get beat by like if they get beaten like they got beaten by Tampa Bay as opposed to how they got beaten by Kansas City. I know an L is an L, but you leave one to me. Me, I yeah. leave one L feeling a whole lot better than leaving yeah. the, the other L.
0: All losses are not created equal. Of course, players will tell you that. L is an L. Coaches will tell you that. But they're not all created equal. Some hurt a lot worse than others because the manner, the amount of points. I mean, there's all, all types of factors. All L's are not created equal. In my
1: I, I, I agree. And after what happened last Sunday, that to me, that to me proves that. I do, though, think – uh based on, you know, their, their schedule isn't easy going forward. Right, right. I do think based on how their attitude and how they left this game, uh, left the game against Tampa Bay, I have been betting against them on all the games that they lost. But I would, I think that they'll bounce back this week.
0: I think that this gives them the best chance at winning this game. Playing against the, the Lions presents their best chance at, at getting a W in this second half of the season.
1: If if, if they if they well uh, there are other factors though not well yeah they're not bad. Yeah, I forgot about that because I might take that back if Teddy Bridgewater can't start and Teddy Bridgewater right now uh, was limited in practice on Wednesday. We'll get an update from Rule later on uh, on Thursday today about what his status will be, uh, possibly for Sunday. But if Bridgewater can't play, then he plays, I, yeah. I, I I don't think that. I don't think they win.
0: Because oh no, because there's a significant drop off. You know I don't know we people like to play it cool, but here on Quick Blitz we keep it real. There's a significant drop off. We haven't we haven't seen Will Greer in game action this year, so that's one thing. He hasn't taken a game snap. PJ Walker, when he has gotten in, he's facing dire circumstances. He went in on fourth and like fourth and long and they went forward. And of course they didn't convert. So I don't, I don't know, you know, Matt rule has not named a backup yet. Maybe we'll be closer to hearing what the plans are today after today's media, who knows, but Teddy Bridgewater being out is an X factor. Christian McCaffrey is expected to be out again. He has, it hasn't been made official. He's expected to be out along with Russell Okung and Dante Jackson, who is still plagued by that turf toe.
1: Just sit, just please sit Dante down. I mean, just, just sit him down. I, I think that with, with turf toe and and in the, the very cursory research that I've done, it's not like anything that, you know, you can really rehab. It really requires like rest. rest. and I think Dante Dante has been pushing to to go in and to contribute to the team. You know, this is you know an important year. I know he'd like to get a nice contract, but at this point, going back and forth, and even Coach Rule said it. You know, if you're gonna play, you need to be in there. But maybe maybe you're preventing you know Troy Pride from getting into some type of
0: rhythm. With the back and forth. Coming in and out, yeah. And
1: and so I I just, I I would not be upset if they just sat Dante down and said, look. Just heal. Heal.
0: Yeah, because he has left more, I want to say more than half of the games that he has played or started in, he's had to leave the game early. Sunday was no different. Um, I think he played the whole game against Kansas City, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Then he was out he had to leave or left the game early against the Falcons. You know, there's been several instances where, you know, we'll get an update doubtful to return with a toe. So I agree at this point in the season, you, the playoffs are a definite long shot. And not only would you sit Dante, what would you do with Christian McCaffrey? He came back after six weeks on IR and immediately got hurt again. <laughs> right. I mean, I don't know. I know Panthers fans want to see him play, but I think that a healthy Christian McCaffrey is what you're going to want next season. And as this team starts to take shape under the Matt Rule era. So Vashai, what are your keys to the game? I know we touched on third down, third quarter. Are, are we sti- are we sticking with that? Or are there is there another X factor you want to throw in there?
1: I'm sticking with that, but I also would like to see a heavy dose of um, Mike Davis. Yeah, I I would like to see a heavy dose of Mike Davis. I think, honestly, I think they could have probably used him a bit more uh, against the Buccaneers. And the thing is, when Christian McCaffrey's in the game, we get heavy, heavy doses of Christian McCaffrey. Heavy doses. Against the Buccaneers, uh, uh,
0: Mike Davis had seven carries. 7 wow. carries. And that's not even with him splitting with Christian McCaffrey cuz McCaffrey was yeah, out. Yeah. So he was out. So I I just you have Davis, he's done well. I would like
1: to see them and and if and if Teddy Bridgewater isn't playing, I expect to get a heavy dose of Mike Davis. But even if Teddy Bridgewater is playing, I would like to see them do a you know, establish a good run game. Uh, I mean, they.
0: The thing is, they do. They'll get something that works, and then they'll go away from it. I don't get it. We haven't seen a lot of Robbie Anderson either.
1: Robbie Anderson, week. what? Uh, four, six targets, four receptions, twenty-one
0: yards. That's unacceptable. You had one of the the league's best duos, top duos, in and Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore. You got to get them the ball. You have to. And. I don't know how much of that is on Joe Brady. And guys, I know we want to wrap this thing up, but there's been whispers of Joe Brady for head coaching positions after, you know, without even having one full season as an NFL offensive coordinator. How do you feel about that, Vash? You know how I feel. I, I don't like it. I'm
1: offended by it, honestly. If I'm Eric. If I'm not even just air, if I'm anybody, if I'm any coach, especially a black coach who has been trying to churn through this whole coaching, um,
0: carousel
1: and work my quote unquote, work my way up. And I understand that, you know, Brady may be, I think everybody is chasing after the new, you know, everybody's trying to copy off of each other. So you had um the, his name escapes me, but you had the guy who had success in LA with the Rams. And so everybody, like, oh. yeah, what'd you say? Sean McVay. Yeah, Sean McVay. Everybody's trying to find oh let me find the next Sean McVay. Let me find the next Sean McVay. Well you know I get that but you're in overlooking that process, why are you overlooking guys like Eric yeah
0: Yeah. And I wrote about that for Revolt TV by the way but um you know it's just
1: <sighs> you've it's seen just his name fair. linked to the to the um the uh the Gamecocks I've seen his name linked to the Gamecocks who just fired a mm-hmm. uh, must champ like you just don't see black coaches make leaps
0: like this Absolutely at all. not it's a shorter leash and higher hurdles at the end of the day. And this is not a knock on Joe Brady, guys. I love Joe Brady. I think he's awesome. And I think he's going to be going to shape it to being the great offensive coordinator. But I don't think he's ready to jump into head coaching status just yet. I mean. A half a season? Yeah. And not for nothing, he said that he doesn't listen to it. You know, he. he. Please. Do you you believe that? I believe it's not his focus, but it doesn't have to be his focus because I he has he looks like he looks the part. He doesn't have to make that his focus. Someone else will make it, make mm, it his focus that's for true. him.
1: I don't think that he, I think he sees everything that's going on. I think he knew that this Panthers, I think he saw that he was on the fast track. And if oh, he yeah. even, if he even did decently in Carolina, that his name would be at the top of the list. And it is, and I'm sure his agent is keeping in contact with these teams and working the phones and doing all of this stuff um to 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 set him up and that's his job I get it but I I don't I I just I I I I, it makes me uncomfortable it it should
0: I mean it's it's you know that's the that's the elephant in the room guys I mean you know you have somebody like Steve Wilkes who toiled through the coaching ranks only to get one season in Arizona and get fired They bring in Cliff Kingsbury who got fired at the college level for not being able to win. And you give him the reins of an NFL team, but you know, we could go on and on about that subject. I'm not going to take up you guys' time with that today, but um, yeah, we're turning into week 11 Panthers. Lions.
1: What was your key to the game?
0: My keys are going to always be getting off the field on third down or not. And, and, and more, you know what? I'm going to take it a step further. I don't know what well, I, I, I feel like they played a lot of zone for personnel reasons. Mm-hmm. And when you're playing six, seven yards off the ball and it's first or second and five or third and short, they're going to continue to convert. So I'd like to see the defensive scheme be adjusted as necessary throughout the game, instead of getting to one thing and sticking with it, even though it doesn't work.
1: And that he talked about that. He talked about, you know, why they play zone or get them getting beaten in zone and then they're able and to the defense's credit they've gotten with the exception of the third and third quarter, fourth quarter but they've gotten burnt. They've been they've been they have been they have bended but they did not break. You know. No. And 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 they have, you know, gotten key stops in the red zone for the Panthers that have been able to allow them to be in positions to put together possibly game winning drives that have fallen short. So, you know, I, I do, I do think the Panthers find a win uh, this week. It may, it may be their last one of the season though.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough.
1: All right, guys, that is it. It's going to wrap it up for quick blitz. This is episode what? 16. Yeah. Episode 16, we appreciate you guys rocking with us uh, every Thursday right here on the Riot Network. Again, as Sheena said earlier, make sure you're subscribing to, uh, to Quick Blitz at the riot reportcom backslash quick hyphen blitz make sure sure you're also following us on social media sheena is on twitter at sheena underscore marie three uh, i believe uh, that's the same on uh instagram and then you can follow uh me carolina blitz on twitter and instagram just search carolina blitz we appreciate you listening we'll be back with a new episode next thursday <coughs>